This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. So, uh, I'm back in my hotel room after a fantastic day at the CST conference, day one. Um, I'm here with uh, Welby, who are a fantastic company. Mark Solomons is the CEO. Um, Welby, I mean, essentially, they're, they're looking to reduce workload for teachers that's the main mission they have um and they do that through a range of means um i suppose the main one being um the ability for leaders to survey and analyze um what their staff are feeling thinking saying the things that staff um want to be action within an organization so um it's been great to to kind of work with with mark um today uh, and Caroline as well, who is the customer experience director at Welby. So it's been great to work with both of them. Um, and in the meantime, I've been kind of running around creating this podcast and I didn't intend to be able to interview as many people as I did. Um, I think I interviewed 20 academy CEOs and school leaders today. So I'm tired. It's like 10, 18, and it feels like it's three in the morning, but that's besides the point. Um, and it was interesting, you know, I asked them the questions that I asked school leaders in my school in, uh, leader interviews, which are on YouTube, um, which I did uh, the last series, series three that I did last year. I mean, they're all on YouTube, but the questions that I asked were the same ones. Um, now, interestingly, there were some trends. Um, for example, when I asked them, the thing they couldn't stand, uh, like the trait they couldn't stand in in others, I think six or seven said negativity. Now it's interesting. I challenged them and I said, "Well, what about toxic positivity? You know, which is worse, negativity or toxic positivity?" What they meant was like people who moan but then don't have any kind of action to go with it. Like, okay, here's a problem, and here's a possible solution. Um, so that was the clarification. I mean, one thing I always worry about is toxic positivity. I, I think, um, uh, yeah, it's something that I think is is prevalent in education. So that that was interesting to hear that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting just to hear their inspirational pe- people. We had everyone from Nelson Mandela to to mum and dad. You know, it was interesting. And the biggest thing I have to say from from meeting all these guys, and I know academy CEOs get a lot of stick at times uh, for various reasons. And really, the word that came to mind today was humanity. There was a lot of humanity from everyone I spoke to, uh, really friendly, you know, um, all were, were willing to, to kind of be honest in these interviews that I conducted today, which were really just a bit of fun. But nevertheless, you know, people gave up their time and it was it was really fun for me actually to be able to do it today. And that's why I've come back to the hotel room. I've stitched this together as a podcast uh, just because I thought it was worth it. You know, I wanted people to be able to listen to this. Now, obviously, it might feel a bit of a scramble. You're going to hear a series of interviews that I conducted throughout the day um, in association with Welby. Um, You're going to hear all the interviews. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, There's a lot of kind of banter in between questions and so on, but you get the gist. Um, And uh, you might hear a few TTR uh, jingles in between the, the, the interviews. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I hope you, 
I hope you enjoy them. Uh, the first interview that you're going to hear is with Hugh Greenway, Nick McKenzie and Steve Taylor, who are all Academy CEOs. And following on from that, you're going to hear from lots more head teachers and CEOs uh, at various points who I interviewed throughout the day. For example, you've got... Uh, uh, you've got uh, Kate Floyd and Des Bird. You've got James Till. Uh, you've got Yvonne Keenwin, David, Liam and Gary uh, as well. Um, and you're going to hear a series of interviews with all of them. Uh, so sit back, enjoy. And uh, yeah, thank you. See you tomorrow, day two. Uh, welcome to Teachers Thought Radio coverage of the CST conference in Birmingham. Joined now by Hugh Greenway, Nick McKenzie and Steve Taylor. Um, very quickly, gents, do you want to do that, like any more introduction than that or are you just happy with your names? No? Well, I'm going to ask, uh, this is what we're doing all day. I'm asking leaders um, 10 questions, most of them are quirky, to find out a little bit more about them. And maybe we'll throw in a, a semi-education question at the end. Um, so, okay, question one. First thing you grab in the morning? Phone. Phone. Coffee cup. Um, who is your biggest inspiration in life? My wife, I think, really boring. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's quite nice, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. Kenny Dalglish. Oh, for God. I'm an Everton fan, so you can <laughs> clear off now. <laughs> Um, what do you think people notice about you? Well, since, uh, since we've been meeting in person, um, perhaps I'm slightly taller than they thought. <laughs> well, I've, you've stolen my gag. That I've got legs. That I've got legs. And, and, yeah, like the rest of the society. I was going to say I'm not six foot. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Um, what do you hope people notice about you? But I listen to them. But I listen to them. You listen to me, and I approached no, you at random. Thanks. So that proves the point. Your hope has been achieved. That we're prepared to take a risk, Tom, and come with you for these questions that we're not prepared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, biggest weakness or fatal flaw? Ooh. That we're prepared to take a risk, Tom. Yeah, yeah. see? <laughs> see? Without adequate yeah. See? see? Uh, biggest weakness or fatal flaw? Um, giving people too many chances to fail. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm learning it, Steve. <laughs> Steve. By the way, um, listeners, Steve's just run off. If you hear a car <laughs> screeching, it's his car going into third gear. Um, but yeah, okay. Next. Nick's being very quiet here. Nick's just, being I, very quiet. I was just enjoying this because you two have just got two sides of the same coin. I think. <laughs> um, biggest strength. See, they're going to be quick to answer this one now. Patience. Patience. Uh, I think passion and commitment to education. Frankly, uh, from from the beginning, and I think I've still got that. So that. The fire burns. How do you think you maintain that? How do you think you keep that? Because a lot of people lose it, to be I, honest. I don't know. Do a lot of people lose it? Uh, some people lose it. Uh, yeah, some... yeah. I'm used to spending time with people that have absolutely still got it. Yeah. And they go into schools and yeah. reignites and reinvigorates them. 
and it reminds them of the reasons why they came in. And the, you know, there's plenty of us still around that have been around for long enough to say, I've, I've never regretted coming into education. It's always been the gift that gives for me. Uh, yeah. Personally. So, uh, yeah, I get a lot that. of satisfaction from, from the work. I like that. Uh, another tricky one. I think we should um, come yeah. over to Nick for this one. Nick, um, one personality trait that you don't have any time for. Ego. Ego. Yeah, drives me mad. Um, so, yeah, that's it. it. Done that. Uh, we're on the radio, so I have to be polite, don't I? So, the polite version of this is people who don't let a complete ignorance of the facts stand between them and a really strongly held opinion. It's a good one. Yeah, bigotry, probably. But yeah, sorry, I'll cut to the chase. That yeah, was... <laughs> I've got you. Cool. Uh, don't worry, we've only got, I think, two more left. You're saying thank God. And we've been, um, we're being filmed at the same time. Yeah, that was apparently. We haven't signed any disclaimers yet. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Caroline yeah. Courtland Smith is, uh, is, yeah. is filming us. Um, <laughs> comfortable silence or non stop conversation? Which do you prefer? Comfortable silence or uh, non stop conversation? Uncomfortable silence. Uncomfortable time. You prefer uncomfortable silence. You, you missed the <laughs> gag. We should have just looked at it. <laughs> Ask it again. Yeah. Doesn't work, doesn't work on radio, no, no, no. does it? Um, what is better, being nice or being fair? Oh, fair. being fair. fair. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. yeah. Back to my earlier point about weakness. If you, if you allow people to fail too many times, you're you're being nice, but to them, not the children. And my final question is, if you could do one thing to improve teacher well-being around the country now that isn't already being done or isn't being done enough, what would it be? I would take, I would ring fence funding to create more space for teachers to plan. So reduce the contact time and actually build it in. This is additional money. <laughs> okay. But you did. We're dreaming here, right? So, yes. Uh, so it's in my ideal I mean, scenario. you could switch the funding from somewhere else. So you could, but I'm not, I'm not saying that really. Yeah. No, I'm saying uh, reduce the amount of contact time that teachers have and create a space where you then proactively plan together. Because I think that teaching's uh, heavy on performance. It's exhausting. Uh, and the time to reflect and plan together with colleagues would really help practice. And uh, I think that you know we feel better when we're doing a good job. Um, but also it gives us uh, more time to concentrate on meeting the needs of the classes we've got. So that's the one thing I do. I like it. I'd, okay, so we're, we're dreaming. I'd take politics out of education. It's never going to happen. But but the, the amount, the sheer amount of wasted time, effort and money that's, that is performed towards politicians and civil servants and not in the interest of children is the biggest problem in, 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 in education difficulty is no no government will give up the lever of control over education you should you should just give control of education to, to a national a national body arm's length from politicians define what good looks like and let teachers and school leaders get on with it be very clear about what what success is and and and, and simple not overly defined not not these strong mat definitions which is just going to lead to performative compliance you know cargo cults where people wave in the hope that planes come back Free. Who are your listeners, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so we've actually had half a million downloads oh, of our shows yeah. since launch last year. So you were, this is going to be listened to. This is going to be a cool. This is going to be a combo episode. Everything will be clipped together. Um, 
thanks for joining us. We're on. Uh, this was a live Teachers Talk Radio school leaders interview, the first of the day. We're going to have lots more over the course of the day on Stand 39. So if you're listening to this either now or recording on playback, come over to Stand 39. And I might ask you some of these. I might switch them around. Hugh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Nick, for coming over for this interview. Uh, Hello, everybody. Tom here. We are live on Teacher Sort Radio. And I am joined by Tom Quinn, the CEO of Frankfield Educational Trust. Frankfield being my former MP in in sunny Birkenhead. Um, So... I'm going to ask you 10 questions, Tom. It's going to challenge your very being. I'll give it a go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let me, let me tweet this space out first so we can get a few people involved. All right. The first thing you grab in the morning. Oh, my iPad. What? No. Yeah. Dear. Who is your... Uh, what do you do on it? Chat, uh, social media? I read my newspaper for today, for the day. I read the Scotsman newspaper online. Okay. That's an interesting fact. Who is your biggest inspiration in life? Um, that would be Tony Benn. Oh, good shout. That is a good shout. What do you think people notice about you? That I'm Scottish. And what do you hope people Say notice again? about what do, what do you hope people notice about you? That I work hard for social justice. Like it. Biggest weakness or fatal flaw? Um, that I stayed in one job too long. Interesting. Um, is that a weakness though? Like, how do you judge too long? Um, I think. Sometimes you need to move on in life and challenge yourself uh, at every juncture. So I think it's about uh, knowing when's the right time to move and when's the right time to seek fresher challenges. But as a Scotsman, Alex Ferguson seemed to stay in his job for quite a long time. But Did he outdo his time? In his so I, I remember Alex Ferguson was on the verge of being sacked. Do you remember that? You were probably too young for that. When he was, I was too young for it when he was in trouble. He was going yeah. to be sacked, and he was one 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 defeat away from being sacked. And he kept on him with his, his vision and his beliefs kept him going. But yeah, um, great, a great. Manager. I mean, I'm an Everton fan, but I respect him. I'm a, He's a great manager. He, he, um, he, he played for the wrong team for me. I, I'm a Glasgow Celtic. There you, so, there you go. Great manager. Though. Um, biggest. Uh, uh, oh yeah, biggest strength. Um, my team I work with, my oh, people. That's a nice thing to say. One personality trait you don't have time for. Um, I would say the I don't have time for an excuse culture. Interesting. Um. What can you exemplify what that means? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that there's so many people in education that will blame something else for children not achieving the outcomes they should achieve. I think if you have the right systems, the right structures, the right people, then we can do anything with our children. So I don't believe that, for example, the pandemic uh, is an excuse to, to, for children to fail 
I think we have to work even harder to ensure children are successful. My final question is about teacher well-being because we're with Welby yeah. um, at the moment on stand 39. And my question is, what if you could do anything to support teacher well-being and you had a magic wand, what would it be? Oh, it's a really simple one. Four-day week. Four-day week? Yeah, I would, I, would, I would enable students. Once upon a time, I tried this with my, with my staff out with a head teacher at school. I wanted to give uh, staff the opportunity um, as a sort of long service recognition that they could uh, have a sabbatical for four weeks that were the month of July would, they would be off and they could go and research That's abroad class. and they could um, fulfil themselves. I, I've, I've been to America, I've been to China, I've been to Finland, uh, I've been to lots of educational establishments to look at how other schools do it. So that idea would be we would give people the opportunity to travel do a little bit of research, recharge the batteries for two months, and then come back and then can scale it down. So if I, if I was the, home, uh, the education secretary, that's what I would do. I would that's have that teachers. There you go. Can have that for free. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the CST conference in Birmingham, where Teachers Thought Radio are buzzing around this amazing environment, pulling people for random interviews about what they're doing. I'm now joined by Ruth from the Youth Sports Trust. She's the Senior Development Manager at the MAT Network. Um, Ruth, do you want to tell us a little bit, in a nutshell, about what the Youth Sports Trust is? So, yeah, the Youth Sports Trust is a national charity, and we work with schools and organisations across the country, really trying to position the power of being school sport to change the lives of young people. And what is your, in terms of what you actually do on the ground, what do you do? So, we talk to... We talk to school leaders um, and we work with government to really try and ensure that we can make young people's lives the best they can be. So how you can achieve your potential through being active, why being well is really important uh, in, your, in your school. Um, and trying to, particularly in the context of this conference, why key sport and physical activity can help your school to create that sense of belonging and also serve a civic role, meeting the needs of your community. And what do you think is the biggest challenge you've got in the UK at the moment to be able to do that? So I think there's a huge challenge around um, the well-being of young people coming out of the pandemic and um, they've seen lots of issues that have arisen that we're seeing that young people are in a, in a difficult place and staff well-being is a really critical issue but you know I think that it also provides us with a, an amazing opportunity to really build on some of the things that we've learned about why it's important to work together to position well-being at the heart of a school or a school trust. That's brilliant. Ruth, thanks very much for the chat. Maybe catch you again at the event. I was muted. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Teachers Talk Radio live at the CST conference. I just realized I've muted myself, so I had to do the whole intro again. Welcome. Um, I'm joined by Des Bird, who's executive head teacher, and Kate Floyd, who is head teacher in the Cumbria Education Trust. Welcome. Thank you. Um, and to start my questions, which you can both answer one after the other, Kate, we'll start with you. First thing you grab in the morning. Um, I actually grab my herbal tea because it keeps me quite grounded for the day. Good. Des? Coffee. Lots of it. <laughs> Des, who is your biggest inspiration in life? Um, my biggest inspiration in life is uh, Nelson Mandela. I think he did a lot of amazing things in his life. 
and my biggest inspiration is I'm going to go with my dad because actually he's pushed me, he's taught me what to do in life. So yeah, my dad. Kate, what do you think people? What do you? What do you think people notice about you? Oh, um, uh, I'm ooh, I'm loud and I'm opinionated, but also I hope they know I'm kind. Well, that was the next question, actually. <laughs> what, do, what do people hope they know, notice yeah. about you? And, and I know what I'm talking you're about. Kind. You did this interview, so yeah. there you go. When other um, people ran off. Des, uh, what do you think people notice about you? What do you hope people notice about you? They definitely notice that I'm very loud and that I've got a Scottish accent. And I hope they think that I'm honest and genuine. I like it. And, okay, this is to both of you again. Uh, Kate, we'll start with you. Biggest weakness or fatal flaw? Um, underestimating myself. Having a really bad temper. Wow. Do you know that the previous person I interviewed, which you'll be able to listen to on the podcast later, said that their one personality trait they don't have time for, quote, was people who lose their temper? Oh, dear. I'll keep away from that person. <laughs> later. Um, one personality trait that you don't have time for? Um, people who mourn about workload. Oof. Controversial. Controversial. I don't Why? Know. Explain that one. Because we all choose the profession. So and we and we do get like generous holidays when you work around your workload. It's not about you've got to work on workload, but don't mourn about it. Talk, change your practice, work smarter, but just don't mourn. What if workload is high though? And if teachers say workload is high. No, 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 what I'm saying is yeah, workload is high, so you talk to your SLT, you have an open discussion, but you don't sit in the corridors or staff room mourning about it. You do something about it. Um I don't like people who say one thing to one person and another to another. I like everyone to be straight, be upfront and be honest. Okay. Comfortable silences or non-stop conversations? Non-stop conversation. Bit of both. Depends who you are. We've had a bit of both today. We have. Yeah. Uh, what's better, being nice or being fair? Fair. Fair, definitely. And the last question, if you had a magic wand and you could do anything for teacher well-being, what would it be? Can I have two things? Can, it's not going to be talk I, about I alone. would, no, it is, I would create a four-day week for all teachers. Do you know what? You're not the That's first That's not saying that children are at school less or yeah, that they're yeah, five yeah, days yeah. a week. Four-day week for teachers and I would also look at energy cost bills for schools. That is interesting. That's two interesting ones. I would reduce the marking burden. I think that's a thing that we need to work on. We need to work on the effectiveness of that. That's what I would do. I mean, there's a lack of evidence for it, isn't there? For the very impact feedback, of marking. Feedback, not marking. That's yeah, what we exactly. do. Okay. I'm joining live once again at the CST conference in Birmingham for Teachers Talk Radio. I've been interviewing lots and lots of school leaders, find out a little bit more about them and how they're enjoying their day or not enjoying their day. Are you enjoying your day? It's been okay so far, not too bad. Do you want to introduce yourself first, name? Yes, my name's James Till, and I'm head teacher at Turf Green Boys School and work for the Matrix Academy Trust. Okay, and James, I hope you don't mind me saying this. You look like a young leader. I think uh, I might look a little bit younger. Might be the hair dye. Perhaps, <laughs> no, I'm certainly not that young. But we got. A good, yeah, we'll see how you get on. First thing you grab in the morning. Um, it must be the caffeine. A, a cup of tea uh, to to wake me up. 
Uh, biggest inspiration in life? Um, I've had a few inspirations, uh, mainly going into teaching. It was notably a couple of teachers that um, pushed me down the route of going to university firstly and then uh, going into education. But uh, I'll give them a shout out. It was Justin Evans, my uh, design technology teacher. He was a massive inspiration and, and the path that I took. What school um, was that? So that was uh, a school in Warsaw um, called Manor Farm, which I believe now is, is, is closed. Uh, oh. Nothing to do with me. No, no, um, no. But, um, yeah, he was my design technology teacher. Encouraged me to do uh, engineering at university. And then this led to me becoming a teacher. D&T. Uh, engineering and design technology. And ultimately me being the head teacher now, uh, many years down the line from that initial transition into teaching. What do you think people know us about you? Notice about me in the school community. No, Hello just in general. and welcome to your live at the CST Conference 2022 where I'm interviewing lots and lots <laughs> um, of school leaders. Trying I, to find out a little my, bit more um, about them on behalf of Talk I, Talk I try to, Radio. to be now, really honest and down to earth. You might be listening and, back to this as a podcast say it as if I see that's it, the case. And I think that's stuff we've done so far. So I'll continue to do that. And if I see something, I mean, being an engineer at heart, I always try and see the efficiencies in things. I've got five people here. I'm going to just run through them each. I just want your name and your role, please. Inefficiencies in schools. So I, a big part of the work that I try to do is to get the most out of what you've got. Biggest weakness or fatal flaw? Biggest weakness. Right, people. I'm going to go around now with ten questions, relatively quick fire. You each have to answer. It's all about the process. If you want to pass, you can say pass. I don't want to put too much pressure on anyone. Are we ready? Okay. First thing you grab in the morning. And biggest strength? Biggest strength. I think I'm. I'm really good at. Working as a team, uh, bringing people together, and developing people. Uh, because I work for a trust that we t- we. Who is your biggest inspiration in life? And, and sometimes you go in there, and there are well, say pockets. There are some really skillful staff nice. there, but I've just not had the opportunities to shine. Uh, so I think identifying uh, those and talk then, radio. Uh, Helping them grow and nurture them, Blue the bear. and putting down the right path. Uh, David Harrison, executive head of leading. And one personality trait you don't have time for. Uh, arrogance Fault. and Fault. Uh, people who uh, again because I, I am cool. relatively young. Uh, what do you think but, uh, people, people notice about you? Fifteen years trying to say, oh, we've done this for fifteen years, so why are we going to change? So it's getting the arrogance and stuck in the ways of, of the old and not okay. being progressive and actually looking for a better solution. And if you had one thing, if you had a magic wand that you could change about teacher well-being, smile. What would it be? For teacher well-being, it's listening to the teaching community. You know, we are uh, biggest, we are intelligent, people. biggest weakness, we and fatal flaw. Face of day to day in schools, um, but sometimes we just don't feel like we are listened to and we've done to, and we have to work within the frameworks of what we're told to do. And that yeah, just makes our job a lot more difficult. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just giving us more autonomy to do what we do best. James, Lucky thanks ever so much. No problem. In a spontaneous <laughs> It's a game that people play at Christmas. Articulacy. Um, um, next one. One personality trait that you don't have any time for. Arrogance. Ditto. Uh, yeah, and I would add in incompetence. <laughs> Lies. 
lies. All about the honesty. Honesty. No, as in lies is the one I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> honesty is good. I like honesty. Arrogance. All to, most saying the same thing, apart from him who said honesty. Um, <laughs> comfortable, comfortable silences or non-stop conversations? Non-stop conversations. Yeah, non-stop conversations. Really? Yeah. Comfortable silences. Comfortable silences. <laughs> non-stop conversations. Interesting. Uh, what is better, being nice or being fair? Being fair. Yeah, being fair. Fair. Fairly nice. Fair. <laughs> um, last one, which is a bit more teachery. Um, what's if you had a magic wand? What's one thing that you would do to improve teacher well-being across the the country? Increase budgets to have more staff, so staff had more non-contact time. Tough question. Somehow reduce teacher workload without diminishing expectations on them. Yeah, modernised teaching methods to reduce workload. Adequate funding to meet the needs of all the children. Have leaders in place like we do where they realise on the ground the importance of teaching and having experience so then you can manage their expectations on your own. Perfect. Guys, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for joining Teachers Talk Radio. This will be on the podcast. Yes, which you'll all be able to listen back to. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.